0: It's been almost two decades we've been on this journey to educate, liberate, and help you take action so you may better manage your financial future, achieve peace of mind, and accomplish your life's purpose. This podcast reveals financial tips, strategies, and insights that will help you set your goals and guide you along the way to help you achieve them. This is Managing Your Financial Future, brought to you by the advisors at Lucia Capital Group. I'm your host, Johnny Dean, with our own Rick the Professor Plum, Chief Financial Planning Officer. And we've been renewed. Hey, welcome back to the podcast, Managing Your Financial Future. Professor Plum, uh, I'm Johnny Dean. I got Professor Plum here with me, Certified Financial Planner Professional. And uh, we're back for season... they told me this is season three. Did you know that? Uh, No, I can't count that high. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, it used to be, I, I maybe I said this before, off the air on the air, I don't know. The, the, remember when you knew what seasons? A, a TV season went from September to June, and they only... And there was only
1: one in a and year? There was
0: only one in a year. Well, okay, you can have a season, I guess, of podcasts. Now, we've been doing this since early this year, but we're already on season three. But anyway, that's nice. I don't know. I, people are enjoying the podcast. They've enjoyed the podcast. So we're going to continue this for yet another season. So we welcome you back. Obviously, if you listen week week by week, as some people do, we haven't been on for the last couple of weeks. So we take a little break in between. Take a breath and find out, uh, you know, find different things. We've got some emails to get to, so we'll get to those. I uh, wanted to talk, though, here with you, Professor Plum, about this idea of managing your tax bill. Now, I know things are a little different this year, tax-wise. Obviously, we don't have to pay last year's taxes until the middle of July, and depending on when you're <laughs> listening to this, maybe you had to, maybe you didn't, I don't know. But we've got a couple of different rules and RMDs and all that, but, but Professor Plum, we're right about in the middle of the year. This is actually a fairly good time, in fact, could be a really good time to do a little tax planning. Would you agree?
1: I would because it gives you enough time left in the year to make some changes and that would have an effect on where your tax bill actually comes in. So if you wait till the end of the year, what's happened has already happened. There's not much you can do, but you're about six months through the year, uh, halfway through you, you've got an idea of what's happening this year, whether your income went up or down, unfortunately for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And so you can now take a look at, are there things we can do to make our tax situation Better. I know that sounds weird, but it might be able to work things out in your favor.
0: Yeah, and and so let's run down a few of these things that we could do at this point. Now, the first one, it doesn't have to be in this order, but I'm going to bring this up first. If you're uh, taking Social Security, I would suggest, and maybe you would, Professor Plum, to work on ways to potentially manage the taxation of your Social Security (laughs) benefits.
1: Well, there's always things you can do, whether you're taking your Social Security, adjusting your income to have less of your Social Security show up, uh, adjusting your income so you have less income over the threshold for the income-related monthly adjustment out for Medicare. If you want to do Roth conversions, you, you, know, you might have opportunity. But all of it stems from at least getting an understanding of where you are today in the tax situation. And uh, and finding out whether changes are going to have any material effect on your uh, your actual taxes owed. So the first thing you have to do is figure out. Well, before I try to manage my tax bill, I got to find out where I am. I mean, am yes. I in a bracket? Am I? Is my Social Security being subjected to taxes? Is it already at eighty five percent? Or you know, can I sell some stocks and stay in the ten percent? Or excuse me, not ten percent, the zero <laughs> percent. Long-term capital gain bracket. Will that affect my Social Security? But it all starts with where are you at today?
0: Yeah. Now, when you and say where you
1: have no way to manage it. Yeah, and when you
0: say where you're where you are in the uh, tax bracket, that means your overall where you are overall in your current tax bracket. I mean, right. not where, just with Social Security. Where is my Security.
1: income showing up, and what what's showing up on the tax return? What's going to show up on the tax return? And should I be reducing that? To reduce the income tax I'm paying, or in some cases, should I be increasing it because I'm in a really low or zero tax bracket?
0: Yeah. Okay. Now, for those that aren't aware, we do have several tax brackets, and you could count Progressive. Yes. And so you could count the first however many thousands of dollars as a 0% tax bracket because we do have this expanded uh, standard deduction.
1: Yeah, everybody has a certain amount of money they can earn and pay no taxes. Single individual, 12,400. Married couple, 24,800. If you're 65 or older, you get an extra amount. That is not taxed at all. But it's also a number, you've got to know those numbers because you also have to look at where your income's coming from to determine whether, if you're on Social Security, whether any, if any, whether how much of your Social Security will be taxable. And these things go kind of side to side, not on top of each other, Uh, But you just have to know how it works and then work from there.
0: So you got a you got a 0% in effect, although they don't really call it that. Uh, We've got what is there? I I don't have my sheet in front of me. I know we have 10%. And then there's a 12% and it kind of goes up from there.
1: Right. And when you go into the next bracket, so if I'm in the 12% now and I take another $10,000 of earnings, IRA distribution, IRA conversion, Roth conversion, whatever the case may be, And I go into the 22% bracket, not all of the money I've made on my tax return up to that point is in the 22%, only the marginal amount over the bracket is. So if I go $4,000 into the 22% bracket, you know, the first X dollars that I've already got in the 10 and the, the zero, the 10 and the 12... They don't magically change to 22%. They're still 0, 10, and 12. It's only the four or so that I went over the bracket in, into the 22% bracket that's at 22%. Yeah, it so... Doesn't- so regressive.
0: It's only those four and, and and that's what what really trips up a lot of people, I think. And I've said this yes. before, I had people tell us, "Well, gee, I don't want to take this $10,000 bonus that I was being offered because it's going to put me up into the 28% or the 30 whatever percent bracket and I don't want to I don't want to pay that much. I'm going to <laughs> lose money if I take this bonus." No.
1: I've heard that. I've heard this is going to cost me more in taxes than
0: I benefit from. Exactly. So, th- knowing where you are in your income tax bracket is very important when you're trying to manage your tax bill. Now, a lot of this has to do with controlling maybe your potential required minimum distributions. You can do this before you turn age 72. I mean, there are all kinds of things you can do when you know where you are in your tax bracket. A Roth conversion, maybe? I mean, you have some options, right?
1: Right, And it has to do with knowing where that also tells me, should I increase my 401k to get a bigger tax deduction? Or am I already in a lower tax bracket where it's, I should be doing Roth IRAs and things of that nature. Should I be reducing the income that's showing up on my return, not only to potentially reduce my marginal bracket in a direct sense, but am I able to affect the taxability of my social security? So I get a bigger bang for my buck than just the tax bracket. I am in? it's almost like a twofer at that point. Uh, So there's all these things that we can do. But we got to know where we are before we can start our journey.
0: Now, once you determine where you are in a tax bracket, uh, if you are in the lower end of a particular bracket, wherever it happens to be, the 12% or the 22 or wherever you happen to be, if you're on the low end of that bracket versus the high end of that bracket there are different things you might want to consider so let's say that you're just barely in I'll pick one let's say a 20 the 22% tax bracket professor plum uh, right. what 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 should you be looking at what what are some things somebody could potentially do
1: Well, the first thing I would look at is, why am I there? Is this an unusual year where the income is higher than normal? And next year, or or in the year future, I'm going to go back into the lower bracket? If that's the case, then I may try to reduce the income this year to keep it out of the 22% bracket. Or is this... Am I in the lower bracket? But this is a low year for me, lower side of the bracket. Where in the future I know that I'm going to have more income and it's going to affect me going forward. Maybe I want to accelerate some income and pay it right now so that I don't go into a higher bracket in the even an even higher bracket. Now that I've got some room, I'm in this bracket. I may be at the low point, but I've still got room in it to run. I maybe want maybe I want to use that bracket to my advantage so I stay out of an even higher bracket in the future. So a lot of it has to do with where am I at today, and then the next step is to determine where might I be in the future so I can decide whether or not I want to, A, reduce my taxes for today, or maybe actually increase them a little bit so that it doesn't hurt me more in the future, or a surviving spouse for that matter.
0: Yeah, and we talk sometimes about actually putting more into the taxable column if you're already in that particular tax bracket to take care of it now. For example, if you wanted to do Roth conversions, as I mentioned before, things looking ahead to required minimum distributions. I mean, there are ways you can take advantage of it, which may mean paying more taxes now rather than paying taxes later for the rest of your life.
1: All right. If I have the opportunity to pay it at the 12% bracket, when I look into the future and know that it's going to come out at the 22% or higher... Yeah, paying a little more today may make a lot of sense. Paying the 12% now rather than when I'm in uh, the required minimum distribution phase where I have to pay even 12% in the future, but now I've got to pay tax on my social security as well. Well, maybe I'll pay a little twelve now instead of paying more in the future because I have to pay tax on not only the money that's coming out of the IRA, but Social Security as well. If I can avoid, if I can figure out a way to avoid that, it can save me some money.
0: Yeah, now knowing where we're at. Right now, here's something that you you can consider as well. I mean, if you happen to have lower income this year uh, for whatever reason, as a lot of people may actually have, and you happen to look and you say, "Well, I've got." with the standard deduction, I've got a little bit of room left in this zero percent ta- uh, uh, cap or zero percent tax bracket. I mean, that is something that people should not waste,
1: right? Right. Don't don't waste good And a zero percent bracket. I mean, unfortunately, we see this quite a bit where somebody has a reasonable Social Security and they're able, they don't have a lot of expenses, and then they've got these IRAs out there and they're taking nothing out of the IRAs because they're afraid of paying taxes. But in the reality, they could take ten, fifteen, maybe twenty thousand dollars out of the IRA. IRA and still not pay any taxes and still not subject their Social Security to income tax. doesn't work all the time, but sometimes it works. And that way you're taking money out of the IRA tax-free. Whereas if you leave it in there until you have to take it out at 72, maybe by then it's the larger amount that now you not only have to pay tax on the money coming out, you're past the standard deduction and you're going to have to pay tax on the money coming out of the IRA, but it's also affecting the taxability of your Social Security. So... Managing the tax brackets has a lot to do with knowing where you are, knowing where you're going to be projecting into the future, and actually understanding how the things interact with each other. Social security, ordinary income, capital gains, long-term capital gains, short-term capital gains. (laughs) It, it, It sounds daunting, but if you've got somebody who's used to it and understands it, it's pretty straightforward. That's
0: that's that's where you may just take it to your advisor and say, "Hey, listen, here's where I am. Can you figure out what's best for me?" Uh, oftentimes, that's a good way to go. Now, I, I, and yes, the, a lot of this stuff is complicated. I understand that, but this is where I think the value of an advisor really helps. If I can say something that's rather self-serving here. Now, one thing that we people talk about from time to time is harvesting gains and losses. Now, Professor Plum, we've had quite a year. We've had ups. We've had debt. Da- we've had downs. I don't know what the rest of the year is going to bring no is but with uh, with with all this extra volatility and who knows what's going to happen in the fall and who knows if there's going to be another you know quarantine whatever but is this a good time to for example harvest gains harvest losses take advantage of it now as we've kind of been talking about or do you wait
1: well losses i mean if I'm in a position where I'm showing losses and their assets that I can, you know, bankroll some losses for the future um, and get, get out of one security and get into another one that's similar to it. Or if it's a security area that I want to get out of it completely, because I think for whatever reason, our new normal is saying that that type of an industry isn't going to come back very well. Uh, I have no problem bankrolling some, some losses today, even if I don't have gains. And in fact, in many respects, I'd much rather use that loss, at least up to three thousand dollars a year, to offset other ordinary incomes rather than capital gains. If I'm in that, you know, if I'm in a zero percent long-term capital gain bracket, I may not want to harvest those gains just for the purpose of taxes. I may want to take my profits just because I don't want to lose my profits. But if I'm looking from a purely tax standpoint, I may leave the gains alone um, and use the losses to offset ordinary income or i may if i want to take my profits where i'm worried about the stock i may want to take the profits and not take the losses because i'd rather use the losses to offset ordinary income than use the losses to offset long-term capital gains at a zero percent bracket. Yeah, again, if I can get the gains for nothing anyway, why would I use my losses to get the gains for nothing?
0: Well, that's it. And if people say, "Wow," I mean, really, you say, "Yes," and this is how this this is how somebody like you actually enjoys putting together the pieces of the puzzle <laughs> to see what makes sense and what doesn't. And again, that's all it is. It's just kind of a, a gigantic puzzle. So ways you can ways you can manage your taxes. We talked about this. So if you're taking Social Security, maybe see how much of your Social Security is taxable. Have your advisor look at that. And if 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 there's a lot taxable, maybe you can manipulate your MAGI, your modified adjusted gross income calculation. You, you figure out where you are in the tax bracket. That's another way to go. Figure out, uh, you know, do I want to sell? Do I want to add more to my 401k? Again, this all goes back to understanding where you are in the tax bracket. And then maybe potentially... Harvesting any uh, portfolio, I'd say non-IRA portfolio gains.
1: Right. I mean, obviously, you know, harvesting inside of an IRA doesn't help anything. Doesn't because what happens in an IRA stays Stays in an IRA. In the you take a distribution and then it's taxable.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Although I guess you could have. I guess there are certain circumstances where if you make a move inside your IRA, you could wind up being taxed now. I won't get into that. But for the most part, that's, that's...
1: I mean, it's usually something that's happening at the investment level, but yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, we're not going to get into that. So those are ways to, to manage your tax bill. All right, I, I want to uh, shift gears a little bit. I think I have time. I don't want to get too heavily into this, but I got one of these emails here. or I, uh, Somebody asking me to please pass this on, which I normally immediately junk. But they said has to do with Social Security. Really? Okay. All right. Well, let's see what they have to say. And I'm sure you've heard of this, too. I'm not going to go through this whole long. This is at least two pages of stuff, and most of it was garbage. But it talked about how much you pay in taxes, uh, FICA taxes, versus uh, how much if you'd not paid those FICA taxes and put them away yourself and invested them, invested the money, you would have way more money, and everybody should be doing this. (laughs) Um, And they bring up the fact that, well, you could be putting all this away and then you die when you turn 61 and a half or something and you never collect a dime in Social Security and all that other stuff. So maybe you've heard this before. I don't know what your thoughts are on these things that make the rounds on the Internet, Professor Plum. But what do you say to somebody who says this, that I could have taken my money and, and made a whole lot more and have a whole lot greater income than Social Security is providing me?
1: Well, I say there's a couple of caveats to that answer. First off, the self-employment tax is 15.3%. Uh, the FICA tax is half of that, but it's half, but it's paid by you. And then another half is paid by the employer. So technically you're paying 153 there too. But that the FICA is actually less than that. Part of that is Medicare. So you, you gotta take that out of the position. Part of it also, and when you get down to it, it's 12.4% of your wages you have to reduce you so you can't just say well i was making a hundred thousand dollars so twelve thousand four hundred went into social security if i'd only invested that twelve thousand four hundred for the 35 years i was working i'd have a, a couple gazillion dollars you have to reduce that, that month or that annual amount by what you would have paid for life insurance in case you died, because there's a benefit from Social Security for family members, uh, if appropriate. There's a disability premium that you're paying out of that, uh, that area. But even then, when you reduce it by all that, sure, if you get down to the actual number that's going into the retirement account, if you could have invested it over 35 years and made market-like returns, but the reality is that's a rare individual. The average person out there does not invest it. They would spend it. They wouldn't have invested it. And the studies and the statistics show the average investor does very poorly with their investments over time. They do on an average two percent. They don't get the stock market average of nine, ten, eleven percent, whatever it is. So the reality is people would not invest it, they'd spend it. The people that actually did invest it probably wouldn't do any better than what they're doing by just putting the money and you still get the social. You still get the survivor benefit if you have somebody eligible for that. You still get the disability benefit if you get hurt before you get to you know retirement age. So there's a lot more going on to it than just saying mm-hmm. my premiums, my tax dollars are being wasted. And looking at the whole thing without looking into the realities of what people do, what you know, what investing happens, what, so the survivor benefit. And you know, if you're a super, super disciplined individual, potentially, but that's an unusual person.
0: Well, it is, and it doesn't get into the fact that you, you know, some people don't pay into it and and receive spousal benefits for 30 years, uh, family benefits, all this other stuff that Social Security will pay out. So I don't understand what the this person is trying to tell me they want me to say what that we shouldn't they're have trying social, to say security? That social
1: security is a horrible thing and we shouldn't have it and we and maybe they're saying we should be in charge of our own uh you know, you know private accounts and we can invest our own accounts
0: i've heard that too and, and you know who licks their chops over that or 401k managers any <laughs> money manager. managers any money managers yeah oh man well anyway if you get stuff like that i just wanted to throw that out there and say hey be careful what you read okay except the stuff that we talk about we're out of time Uh, we we, we did get some emails next week I promise you on our next show we will get to a couple of these emails here and answer them for you if you have any questions for Professor Plum you can reach him here 800-644-1150 that's the number at Lucia Capital Group you can also go online luciacap.com you can email a question and uh, sometimes even directly talk to you right Professor Plum can they call that number and ask for you yeah, and if I'm available
1: I'll be oh, I'll talk to them. So I I'll, don't
0: know how available you always are, but you're always here. so at least uh, at least <laughs> you know that. So anyway, if you need that again 800-644-1150. that's the number at Lucia Cap. We thank them for being long. I mean, long time decades-long sponsors of our TV and radio programs 800-644-1150 or com. out of time for Professor Rick Plum. I'm Johnny Dean. this has been managing your financial future. thanks so much for listening. We will talk to you again next week. The information provided should not be considered specific tax, legal, or investment advice, and is not specific to any individual's personal circumstances. To the extent that this material concerns tax matters, it is not intended or written to be used and cannot be used by a taxpayer for the purpose of avoiding penalties that may be imposed by law. Each taxpayer should seek independent advice from a tax professional based on his or her individual circumstances. Different types of investments and or investment strategies involve varying levels of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment or investment strategy, including the investments purchased and or investment strategies devised by Lucia Capital Group, will be either suitable or profitable for a client's or prospective client's portfolio thus investments may result in a loss of principle accordingly no client or prospective client should assume that the presentation or any component thereof serves as the receipt of or a substitute for personalized advice from lucia capital group or from any other investment professional you should always seek counsel of the appropriate advisor prior to making any investment decision all investments are subject to risk including the loss of principal. this material was gathered from sources believed to be reliable however its accuracy cannot be guaranteed these materials are provided for general information and educational purposes based upon publicly available information From sources believed to be reliable We cannot assure the accuracy or completeness of these materials The information in these materials may change at any time And without notice The information provided is based on current laws Which are subject to change at any time Lucia Capital Group is not affiliated with Or endorsed by the Social Security Administration Or any government agency Social Security rules can be complex For more information about Social Security benefits Visit the SSA website at ssa.gov Or call 800-772-1213 To speak with an SSA representative IRA withdrawals will be taxed at ordinary income rates Withdrawals prior to age 59 and a half may also be subject to a 10% penalty tax. Roth IRA earnings will be taxed at ordinary income rates, and a 10% penalty tax will apply if withdrawn prior to age 59 and a half, or within five years of the date the Roth IRA was established, whichever is longer. Examples cited are hypothetical, are for illustrative purposes only, are not guaranteed, and subject to potential federal and state law amendments. There is no guarantee that you will achieve the results discussed or illustrated. The investment professionals are registered representatives with, and securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, and member FINRA SIPC, Lucia Securities LLC, was acquired by LPL Financial August 2020. The investment professionals of Lucia Securities LLC are now affiliated with LPL Financial and are conducting business using the name Lucia Capital.